coming to you live from my apartment. It's Rob as a podcast, and now here's the guy who's the winningest survivor player in podcast history. Rob Sestrinino! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Rob Has a Podcast. This is the Survivor South Pacific Preview. I am Rob Sestrinino, and here with me, as always, Nicole Sestrinino. Nicole, how are you? Hello, I'm fantastic. Nicole, can you believe it? We are back again talking about another season of Survivor. This is, what, the fourth season that we're podcasting about? I feel like we just did this. I feel like we just did this, and we're back again, Nicole. I know. I'm so excited to start another season of Survivor. I'm very excited because yeah. I feel like uh, while our podcasts are uh, a straight line or have been described worse, where uh-huh. you know we we keep making the podcasts. Some people come uh, come uh, and stay with us for all of our podcasts. Other people leave for the summer, mm-hmm. like snowbirds. Some people have a life, or, or the opposite of snowbirds. Yes. And then they come and they come back for Survivor season. So welcome back to yes. those of you who have left us. No more Big Brother. Yes, and hello to everybody who stayed with us the whole time. Yes, welcome and back. There's still Big Brother. There Nicole. Is. There uh, is. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, you're we, right. We still got about another two weeks of Big Brother, culminating in Good one week. mega night of podcasting and entertainment when the Survivor uh, South Pacific premieres on the 14th, uh, and then followed by a 90 90 minute premiere. Uh-huh. And a 90-minute premiere or finale for Big Brother 13. Oh, my God. Big Brother. I feel like it's been on for three years. It's been on for a while. It's, it hasn't even been three months yet. Like one season is three years. One season. It does. It goes, it goes on and on. Yes. So we got all that. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to announce we have our first Survivor guest of the new season lined up, Nicole. Oh, la, la. Uh, we're going to be speaking with a woman who I still can't pronounce her last name. Okay, so don't try. Who uh, may go on a date with Kaz. Oh. Uh, Andrea from Survivor Redemption Island. Oh, amazing. Bolk? Bolk? <laughs> sure, let's go Bo- with that. Boheliki? Uh, yes. <laughs> One uh. of these pronunciations is correct. Or not. Or not. <laughs> so we're going to talk with Andrea the day after the Survivor uh, premiere episode. Yeah. Meow. What is that? <laughs> That's what she does. She makes cat she, noises? She makes just weird sounds on Twitter. She's a cat lady? <laughs> I'm not, that's, that's not very nice, Rob. Why? To call somebody a cat lady. You said she makes cat noises. Okay, that that doesn't mean she's a cat lady. Would that not define her as a cat lady? Don't insult her before she even comes on the podcast. I think that if somebody makes cat noises and they're a lady, I don't think it's offensive to call them a cat lady. Or they just make noises. I guess (laughs) guess so. Does she make other animal noises? She does make other noises. Not animals, just some random noises. Yeah. Yes, I find thoroughly amusing on Twitter. Just onomatopoeia <laughs> something like that onomata andrea yes <laughs> so we will be on the lookout for that and then i have another treat for you guys Ooh. we have been talking about for quite some time about doing a survivor preview podcast with corinne kaplan yes a busy who, lady she does not watch a lot of survivor we had tried to get her a long time ago to be on the podcast and she said i don't watch any survivor but I, if you want i'll look at pictures of the people and i'll make fun of them Awesome. Uh, and I said, this sounds great. Let's do this for a Survivor preview. We had been chasing her down the last couple of seasons. Slightly stalkerish. Stalkerish. <laughs> um, and, and so we finally tracked her down. Yeah. I did a uh, about a 40-minute uh, conversation with Corinne Kaplan. Oh, wow. I'm going to post that as a separate piece. Okay. Uh, so that is also, go to the show page on Rob as a website. Uh, this, on this entry... Then you'll see an, uh, a link to the uh, Corinne podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Good work. 
Okay. Yeah. How do you like that? I like it. Sounds good. And uh, what do you think? We're going to jump into Survivor uh, South Pacific? Let's do it. All right. But first, Nicole. Uh Uh-oh. But first, uh, I just wanted to tell you guys, I've been having so much fun playing my Madden 12. And uh, if you, I'd like to extend the same invitation to you guys to play uh, some Madden. It is the Madden time of year. Yes. Came out last Tuesday. Uh-huh. Uh, hot off the presses. Yes. And uh, great uh, great way to get Madden 12, Target.com, $59.99. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's pretty much the most fun ever. Yes. Uh, I did not have so much fun in my first Madden game of my new franchise. No, you were banging your head against I, the I wall. I was up 10 to nothing in the third quarter, and uh, I think the Cowboys had about 28 unanswered points then yes and it did not go well but hopefully it goes better for you guys yes a great way to uh support the rob has a podcast a great gift for the ladies to buy for for their man oh okay it will open up a lot of free time for you yeah you can go shopping who doesn't like free time Mm -hmm. so check that out and uh all the fine things available at uh target.com like trampolines uh yeah like trampolines Mm mm-hmm and you can get that link on the sidebar of Rob has a website. Yes. All right. So what do you think, Nicole? You want to jump into talking about the Survivor South Pacific? Yes. Do you like to name South Pacific? Not really. Not so much. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> All right. Well, it's actually in Samoa. Uh-huh. So they can't call it Survivor Samoa 2. Can they, like, scrunch Samoa and Redemption Island together? Because that's essentially what it is. Saroa, well, Saroa Island? <laughs> Saroa Island. Yeah, I think that's better than South Pacific, probably. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. So, here we go. Let's talk about it. And now, uh, this is the big battle between, uh, they're billing it as the Dragon Slayer versus the winningest player. Both ridiculous. (laughs) Coach says, oh, I'm bringing the Dragon Slayer back. Goody. (laughs) Because there was some question, I guess, whether or not Coach was going to be the Dragon Slayer. Mm -hmm. But he's bringing it back. Oh, good. Don't even think for one second he's not going to bring it back. Yes, yeah, so is Ozzy going to bring back the winningest? Ozzy's or the win? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't think that ever left. So, uh, really, Coach versus Ozzy. Still a lot of confusion among people. Why Coach versus Ozzy? I don't get it. We, we don't really have... <laughs> is it the long hair? Let's bring back the long hair. I guess so. Did they know that Ozzy had long hair? I guess they... C- Kept their fingers crossed. They kept their fingers yeah. crossed. That they're like, uh, I got an idea for a season. Yes. Let's bring back two guys with long hair. 80s hair bands. <laughs> and that's that's cool. People will talk about their hair. Uh-huh. So Ozzy versus Coach. And, um... Are we team Coach or team Ozzy? Well, I have a very definitive answer on this. Uh, I am a 100% Ooh. team Coach. Okay. I am team Coach. I find... I find that uh, Coach, and I have not podcasted a Coach season since Heroes vs. Villains. Right. But I think as a podcaster, I think that I will get much more material from Coach. More bang for your buck. More bang for my buck Mm -hmm. from Coach than Ozzy. Yes. I don't really know why we're bringing back Ozzy. Not sure either. Yeah. We recently, over the summer, did our Rob Has a Podcast uh, Top 20 Listener Poll. Uh, and only one of these two men even made it into the top 20. Do you know who that was? Coach? No, it was Ozzy. It was Ozzy? It was Ozzy. Yeah. And he barely made it into the top 20. Spoiler at he, alert. At least he made it. He made it in. Mm-hmm. Coach was not in the top 20. I think he was borderline. Yeah. He was borderline. So I don't really know why we're getting Coach and Ozzy, but let's talk about the um, individual chances from for these two guys. 
And we sort of have to frame this, that this is coming on the heels of Boston Rob, uh, really cakewalk to victory last time. And for the survivors, it's always a question of what did they see last? Right. And so... That was the Sesternino way. Well, that happened to Sesternino. Yes. I would say it's necessarily the Sesternino way, yeah. So, but for the people that are on the show, they're very much into what they saw last, and we even very saw it... short-term memory, these survivors. We saw it um, really play out last season with Russell on Redemption Island that everybody who was on the show had just seen Heroes versus Villains. Well, we didn't get a chance to forget him. You didn't get a chance to forget him. So now the previous contestants, or these new contestants, did not get a chance to forget what happens when you bring back a uh, very... Uh, challenge-dominating former survivor to be on your tribe, they win the game. Right. So, uh, how much do you think that this will hurt Ozzy in the game? Well, I think in the beginning, before the merge, he's fine. Post-merge, he's out. Yes. Uh, We'll see exactly how it's going to go. Ozzy, if you're on a tribe with Ozzy, if you're a newbie, Uh and you're on a tribe with one of these vets, (laughs) if you're on a tribe with Ozzy... Big Ozzy. Big Ozzy. Um... (laughs) I think that at first that this is probably a good thing. Yeah. I think that Ozzy's tribe is probably like, yeah, we got Ozzy. We're going to win. And the coach's tribe is like, oh, yeah. great, we got coach. <laughs> because uh, I, I don't know how much Ozzy is uh, helpful around the camp. Like, I don't know if he's as, like Boston Rob and will help you build your house. Right. Um, but he will go and catch fish. Ozzy? So yeah, so mm-hmm. Ozzy will feed you. He'll feed you and help you to win. And he'll I think that's feed a good you and help you win the challenges. Mm-hmm. So that is good. The problem with Ozzy is that if you do not get rid of him um, once you get to individual immunity, he potentially could go on a run and win ten straight immunity challenges. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he's never done that. But it, it's quite possible. It's possible. Yeah. Um, that he could do that. Mm-hmm. So you have to get rid of him. So you have to get rid of them unless you want to take Ozzy to the end. Uh-huh. But the problem with taking somebody like that to the end is that they can, I mean, I have a feeling that Ozzy, although he did, he did almost, Ozzy, ha, I forget, Ozzy has been in a final tribal council uh, and he d- lost to Yule 5-4. to four. I don't remember being a particularly great performance. He's not really good with words. Uh, yeah, I don't. I feel like he's a grunter. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eloquent is not a word we'll use to describe Ozzy. Right. But... We use... <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. He's not like... He's not Ru- like a caveman. He's not Rupert. <laughs> Governor Rupert. Um, so I don't know if uh, Ozzy is something you want to let get to the end, because he can then say, look, I won 10 straight challenges. I did everything from the get-go. Yeah. You, ha- you know, it's uh, that's a tough... Uh, you got to get rid of Ozzy. Yes. Does Ozzy learn from his mistakes? Well, what do we say that Ozzy's mistakes are? He's not very good in the social game. Not a good social player, right. Ozzy. Right. And he uh, is also a guy who's been voted out of the game with an immunity idol in his pocket. Wah, wah. So that does not scream to me as somebody with his finger on the pulse of the social dynamics of the tribe. No survivor street smarts. Not a lot. And mm-hmm. also a bit bossy, uh, yeah. I recall. I re- yes, I recall you, the same. You know, you go back to Survivor Cook Islands and... Uh, you know, he was on the Latino tribe uh-huh. and basically decided that they had to get rid of Billy Garcia. Uh-huh. Poor Billy. Yeah. Which he, he didn't do anything. We're still mad at him over yeah. that. We love Billy Garcia. Yes. 
The, we were robbed of, of more great Billy Garcia moments from Ozzy. Yeah. I and like I'll never forgive him for that. What a jerk. I like his shirt. I like his shirt. <laughs> so, <laughs> Billy Garcia was in two episodes of Survivor, and we're still talking about him. Yes. Yeah, and Ozzy cost us the chance to have three or four episodes or of Billy Garcia. <laughs> or even five. <laughs> so we're mad at Ozzy uh-huh. still. Um, that being said, uh, then he was uh, like, then he went to the tribe with uh, Yule, and I don't, again, I don't remember this season picture perfect in my mind, but he was sort of a loner. He was not a really much of a, uh, you know, a great, um, you know, didn't really bring a lot to the table right. strategically. He was sort of like, you know, he he fishes, he wins challenges, but he's not super strategic. Right. Then on uh, the, the fans versus favorites, uh, he did seem to be more strategic. Like, yes. he took more of a leadership role. And he made and, out with Amanda. Well, he did make out with... He did <laughs> make out with Amanda. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, there's that. There's improved social game. Yes, which might also be questionable decision-making to yes. be making out on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you have this, and then uh, he's, you know, really controlling the votes on the tribe. He's basically saying, look, it's my way or the highway. You're voting with me. If you want, if you want this to happen, or he had the Boston Rob attitude, but without the, without the charm, w- without the Boston Rob charisma, right? The uh, likability of yes. the Boston Rob, yeah. Where and then Boston Rob, you know, he's d- doing all the time with everybody. Hey, you gotta check in with me. Yes. Don't do anything without talking to me. Everybody, hold hands. Don't yeah. talk to the other tribe. Yeah, Ozzy couldn't get away with pull- with pulling off the buddy system. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Ozzy's not coming up with the audience. It's system. really just Boston Rob and kindergarten teachers. So I feel like he's kind of going to tr- try to play the Boston Rob game mm-hmm. without the skill set of Boston Rob. Right. Without the manipulation skill set of Boston Rob. And the weird facial hair. And, well, <laughs> he does have his own weird yeah. hair issues. Yes. Um, so what, what do we think? Is the arrow pointing up or down for Ozzy? I'm thinking like mid-merge. Like, I think he's going out around the same time he went out on Heroes versus... Uh, fans versus Favorites. Yeah. I feel like that's his ceiling. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We're I on mean, the same page here. Everything could break right for Ozzy, and he ends up, like, uh, winning all these immunities after the merge. Uh-huh. Um, but... Or he finds the immunity idol and uses it. Uses it when uh-huh. he needs it. So, uh, I, I don't feel great about Ozzy. Yeah. I, but I think that in the short term... I feel I feel good about Ozzy. Right. Agreed. Yeah. And uh, Ozzy is a member of the red team. We'll talk about the tribes more uh, as we go Later along. On. Uh, then we get to Coach. Oh, Coach. Coach in his third stint on Survivor. Uh-huh. And so um, the interesting thing about Coach here is that Coach is to Survivor, I think, a bit as uh, Jesse is to Big Brother. Oh, that's not that's not a good thing. As in <laughs> that with Jesse and Big Brother... I feel like the every time Jesse shows up on Big Brother, people say, "Oh my God, why do they bring Jesse back? I oh, I hate Jesse." He's just there to annoy people. He's the punishment, <laughs> Jesse. Now I love Coach. Yes, we do. Uh, I love Coach because uh, well, I felt Coach has always been very, very nice, to, very good to the podcast, very good to the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and he creates a lot of entertainment value. He's thoroughly amusing. Yes, but it's debatable. Um, whether we ever think that Coach is, uh, really trying to win the game. Right. Or is he (laughs) trying to win camera time? That is the question. Because for Coach, 
3.0. Uh-huh. This comes on the heels of what people just saw, uh-huh. which was uh, another version of Coach, which was Philip. The specialist. The specialist. And now Philip uh, really, in some ways, may have outcoached Coach last season. I, he, I think he did outcoach Coach. And now if I'm Coach and I'm sitting here and uh, I think I'm saying to myself, I can't let Philip. Take, oh, be the new dragon slayer. I gotta get some pink panties. <laughs> yes. Will Coach show up in pink underwear? I think I think we might see something. It's possible. Uh-huh. Um, but I really do think that Philip uh, got under Coach's skin last season. Yes. And I think you will see an even crazier an version amplified. of Coach. An amplified version of Coach. Yes. And I don't know if Coach is trying to win the game. I think he's just trying to out Philip. Philip. Mm-hmm. I, I I see what you're saying. So uh, now, if you're doing the math here, and then you I don't must, do math. Okay, you don't do math. If somebody <laughs> was doing the math here, and they come up with this, and they say, "Oh my God, uh, well this sounds terrible for Coach," I say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold the phone. Hold on to your pink. Hold panties. on to the phone." <laughs> Uh, I would say, actually, I think the arrow would be pointing up for Coach, and here's why. Uh-huh. He's getting on everybody's nerves. Everybody just saw what a great uh, final three opponent Philip was. Let's keep him around. Let's keep him around. He's no, he's not a slouch in the challenges. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, he, holds, he can hold his own. Uh-huh. And <laughs> then you get to a point where if Coach makes it to the merge, then... The opposite He's of Ozzy. He's good. The opposite of Ozzy where you say, oh, we can't let Ozzy get to the end. People are going to be falling over themselves to bring Coach to the end. Absolutely. You want Coach is the ideal guy to bring to the you end. You want him sitting next to you. Because you get to the final three. You're sitting there and you say, you're laying out, look, uh, I, look I played this game uh, the only way I knew how. I voted you guys out because I, I was afraid of you guys. You guys are, re- are all really great competitors and... I don't. I wouldn't change anything. Um, I, you know, so basically that default uh, speech. Right. And then coach is talking about, uh, well, on on day five, I saw yes. a vision. And, yes. and, and then you want a gun to your head. And then everyone in the jury's rolling their eyes. Oh my god, coach. This again. Yeah. Yeah. Then I found a feather. Uh, and, <laughs> actually, he's just doing all Phillips material. Uh-huh. I was the I originated the feather. Uh, <laughs> he's like talk, he's just using his time to bash Philip. <laughs> and then you should go see 180. Uh, <laughs> I make out with double D. I touch her double D's. <laughs> so that would be great. We uh, have been robbed as Survivor fans of Coach being in the finals. Yes. Maybe we'll see it this time. Maybe we'll see it this time. Because even in the last um, tri- final tribal council, he really got on a soapbox uh, about uh, honor and integrity with Sandra during the Heroes vs. Villains final tribal council. No so, one wants to hear that. <laughs> so well, I think we've been robbed of a finals performance yes. by Coach. Yes. So we hope that he could make it there. Yeah, I think he will. So Thumbs we- up for... Thumbs up for Coach. Uh, do you think that... Where do you put Coach? Uh, like, I see Coach, like, final five. But I don't or think, better. But I don't think he's going to win. No, I don't think he's going to win. Yeah. I think he may, he may do better than final five. Are you on board with me? I am on board. Okay. Yeah. We li- we're, like, we're digging Coach. We think he's going to make it to the end. 
All right, so then what about some... You want to get into some of these newbies and coaches leading the blue team? Yes. And then, so from uh, coaches' blue team... Uh-huh. Let's break down the first of our newbies. And uh, the first guy we're talking about is Albert. Big Albert. <laughs> now, how do you know that? <laughs> uh, Albert is a uh, base former baseball player uh-huh. and a dating coach. Uh, his personal claim to fame is that he hit his first college home run off a guy that was a first-round draft pick. Very... Uh, yeah, big whoop. <laughs> very, very big, very uh-huh. big deal in the call. Yes, and in his, um, in the videos on CBS.com, he was kind of Philippish with his um, claim that he's very good with social dynamics and body language. Yeah. We've heard this before. We've heard this before. Uh-huh. Albert seems to be a bit high on Albert. Yes, yes. He's in, on the Albert drug. <laughs> in the Albert <laughs> estimation, the arrow is pointing way up for Albert. Is it? I would think... In his own estimation. Oh, in his own estimation, yes. Yes. Not in mine. Okay. Ooh. Yes. Oh, you're getting catty already. I'm not getting catty, but I'm just not getting a good feeling off of him. Uh, the Survivor contestant he's most like, I really liked how JT managed to forge himself as the leader on season 18 without being overbearing or bossy whatsoever. He commanded respect and led by example. He led by the orders of Steven, right? Well, I don't know <laughs> if that, I don't know if that's fair. Uh-huh. Um. But a lot of people are loving uh, JT. A lot of JT love. A lot of JT love. Yes. All right, so how about this? Uh, Albert says his inspiration in his life is he's going to go with the lead character from the movie Bull Durham. Kevin Costner's Crash Davis exemplifies a lot of attributes I can relate to. He is a hero of mine because how he goes about his business as a ball player. He's a real-life grinder. Plus, he's colorful and full of wisdom. Wow. <laughs> this is very high praise for a... Uh, what is this, 1987 uh, movie? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It was only three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very high praise about Crash Davis. Number one Kevin Costner fan, Albert. The only Kevin Costner fan. And so, also, as the dating coach, I don't think I would want Albert as the dating coach. Would you want a 26-year-old being your dating coach? How no. much dating could he no. possibly have done? Do you know why I don't want a dating coach uh, like Albert. I don't want a dating coach who's a good-looking guy. Who's handsome. I want, a, yeah. Because you know what? Guys who are very handsome, they don't need, they, they don't know anything about it. They, they don't need, co- they don't need, they don't a coach. need coaching. Yeah. yeah. They have their, their six-pack abs and dimples. Right, right. Uh, my dating coach is going to be fat and ugly and get that gets, that a, gets lot a, lot date, a lot of dates. Yeah, he has skills. <laughs> what Albert has no skills as far as being a dating coach. Yes, uh, I would not take any advice from him. Yeah, and I bet he's single. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Now, do you think that there will be a conflict between Albert, the dating coach, uh-huh. and coach? Oh, there's only room for one there's coach only room here. For one coach. <laughs> so yes. I don't know. Yes. And I, his pet peeve is that he has little to no patience for ignorance, and people who are uninformed about something get insist to be opinionated about it. Yeah. Welcome to Survivor. <laughs> Welcome to Survivor. Welcome to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> is also is also true. Yes, and um, he's most like JT. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. Just like JT. Yeah. So uh, I don't know about Albert. I mean, I don't have a bad feeling about Albert. I'm sort of, like, uh, indifferent on Albert. I don't see him as somebody who I think is going to win. But I don't think, like, I'm not getting a major uh, bad vibe off of him. Yeah, I think that 
he will make it to the to the merge just because he seems athletic. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to make it further after that. Yeah. Well, here's kind of my thinking on on how the predictions are going in in, in my head. I guess uh-huh. like I guess I have to kind of lay out what I'm thinking for the season overall. Right. And then uh, I can sort of like fit guys into my prediction okay. one, one way or the other. So uh, I was like thinking about this, that basically most of the final twos and final threes in Survivor history, everybody's from the same tribe. Right. So we kind of have to beforehand say, which of these two tribes do we think is going to be there at the end? I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me and Rob's fact checker. Or uh, so I'm sure somebody does have the numbers in front of them. Uh-huh. But I would say it's about less than 25% of the time do people from opposite tribes end up in the finals together. Right. I know it was that way on the on Survivor the Amazon. Uh, I think it was that way in Survivor uh, Vanuatu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the season, men versus women season. So I think that's a, that's a little bit different. I think it, it was that way on Survivor Marquesas. But I think more often than not, mm-hmm. uh, you end up with two or three people all from the same tribe in the that finals, the and especially the last the last couple seasons. We look back to it was all Boston Rob's tribe in Redemption Island. Right. It was all villains and heroes versus villains. Right. It was all Russell's tribe in Samoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Stephen and JT in Token Sheens. Right. Uh, yada yada yada. Right. Okay. So I think we have to pick one tribe that's going to be there at the end, and then go uh, go backwards from there. Yeah. And I think. I'm leaning more towards the red. Uh-huh. Because Ozzy's going to make them win more challenges. I think, yeah. Yeah. That's sort of, that's sort of where my head, where yeah. my head space is at. You don't, you don't, you don't have to take this. I don't have to take anything you say. Yeah, that's, that's right. You <laughs> definitely don't. But I just, so here's sort of where my thinking is. Uh-huh. So I, I'm liking, I'm liking red more, even though I think that they'll, they'll get rid of Ozzy. They'll like go into the merge up. And then get rid of Ozzy as soon as they can, as soon, as, soon yeah. as they can, uh, and then continue to eat away at the blue. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I could see Albert kind of being the target of red once we get to the merge. Yes, definitely. Interesting. Yeah. Now that being said, uh, there has not been tribe switches uh, in the last seasons. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that this also contributes to that. The only season that there was a tribe switch in the last five or six seasons was on uh, Survivor Nicaragua. And even though there was a tribe right. switch, uh-huh. the young people still got back together at the end. Right. So this is assuming no tribe switch. Right. Also. Mm-hmm. And you never know. Well, you never know. Expect the unexpected. This isn't Big Brother. <laughs> Sometimes it is. All right, so let's go. So from Albert, who we don't have a ton to say, uh-huh. other than, uh, you know. Not he that impressed. Looks like, looks like he'll hold his own, but I'm not expecting him to be there in the final Six or seven. Yeah. Uh, here we have a very familiar, a familiar face. Yes. Uh, we're not talking about Coach. We're not talking about Ozzy. Uh, he has a familiar last name. Uh, it's Brandon Hans. And did you know this, Nicole? That is, here's a fun fact. He is actually the nephew of Survivor Hall of Famer Russell Hans. Get out of town. Get out of here. Did you know this? I did not know that. You didn't know this? I totally did. <laughs> I've got the greatest nephew of all time. When are they going to give us a chance to miss Russell? To miss Hans? To miss the Hans in my pants. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Take it, Nicole. Oh, that was, a, that was the dating show we were going to make for him. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> 
All right, so Brandon Hans, a uh, lot going on here with Brandon Hans. Lots of a moving lot parts on. in yes, play. Yes. Uh, Brandon Hans, he uh, not only is Russell's cousin. Nephew. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, nep- right. Russell's nephew. Uh-huh. Uh, he is also uh, an oil tanker crewman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's also a father. Uh huh, and he's uh, a young father. And he's also 19 years old. Yes. And he, so just a lot had of, a, he just had another baby. A lot of living uh-huh. uh, so far yes. for uh, young Brandon Hans. Yes. Wow. Wowzer. A lot going on there. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, what do we make? Now, Brandon Hans is also going to be on the blue team with uh, one of his uncle's uh, former rivals, Nemesis. Coach. Yes. Very interesting. <laughs> we'll see. have to see how this plays out because... I can't imagine. Now, Brandon Hance says he's not going to tell people that he's a Hance. I don't think he has to. That being said, I don't think that the Hances, uh it doesn't seem likely that they would be able to hold that information in. Uh-huh. I give it about uh, two episodes before he tells people. And he has, like, the same mannerisms as Russell. Yes, and I also believe he has a tattoo that says, that says Hans on his own. I believe this is true. Is it, does it have Russell's face on it? It doesn't have Russell's uh-huh. face, but it has. It's, he has a tattoo that says Hans. Oh, my goodness. Or as Russell Swan says, Russell Hans. Hans. <laughs> Hans. Uh, and so maybe that he could go by that way. Uh-huh. So uh, we don't know uh, exactly how this is going to play out, but I can't imagine that this will sit well with the other players Knowing that this is Russell's nephew. I don't think so. Do you think he's going to make it to the merge? Uh, Prediction. Well, is it possible that Brandon Hance could find some idols along the way? Mm, Is that possible? Yes. I don't know. I wouldn't, like, I feel like, I don't think, on paper, I don't think he'll do well. But my gut is telling me that uh, I have a feeling that he could be around for a while. Yeah, I think I think Survivor needs. He doesn't that seem threatening. Well, he doesn't seem threatening, but if you know, it's in his genetic makeup. Yes, it is. But even Russell himself does not seem threatening. He no, he was a the bulldozer most, like, in the uh, until, Yes, he, but he is uh, his because of his stature. Yeah, people don't tend to look at Russell and say, "Oh my God." Russell's a physical threat. We've yeah. got to get rid of him. Get that shorty out of here. Yeah. Now, he's an <laughs> SOB in the challenges. Right. And I have a feeling that Brandon Hans is probably going to be the same. Yes. He uh, does not, again, he does probably put him next to Albert. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, he would probably, you would not be that impressed. Right. But I bet he's a tough, uh, a tough guy in the challenges. And apparently he has a bit of a temper. That's what he says. In his videos, he says that he has to try to control his temper. I would love to see him explode. Yeah. Um, this is very interesting. So uh, they ask Brandon, what is the Survivor contestant you are most like? And he says, probably Colby, Johnny Fairplay, which they spelt it wrong. Uh-huh. But um, he doesn't write that out. Uh-huh. Uh, Russell and Brandon. Now, who's Brandon? Himself? <laughs> uh, I think there was a Brandon on Survivor Guatemala. Is that is that who we talking about? Is this, now is he more well versed in Survivor history? I think than he means himself. Oh, okay, so he's like himself. Yes. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> That's a, that that would be very Hans like. Yes. So we'll see. 
He also uh, seems to walk a fine line between talking about uh, all of the religious stuff. He's very religious. Very religious. Mm -hmm. But also, he uh, claims to be very manipulative. Uh Uh-huh. So... I don't think Jesus was manipulative. I don't think so. Mm. Something, something's got to give. Yeah. <laughs> something's got to give. Now, I again, well, let's see him in action. I yes. don't want to. Uh, he's just only nineteen. You know, I, I don't want to. Uh, we de- let's I, let's see what he has. Let's see what you got. Yes, but uh, so let's let's see how it goes. And we're looking forward to seeing. I am going. Out. Look, I I want to give Brandon Hans a. You know, I I don't want to hold anything about uh, Russell Hans. Against Brandon Hans, but that's, his own, that's hard to do. He's his own person, but, but I, to do. I'm going to try to go into this, mm-hmm. uh, and so we'll because we'll see. Okay, I think you might be the only one. I don't want to unfairly uh, judge anybody. Uh-huh. Although everybody, the Hanses are, are notoriously good sports. <laughs> They're very good sports about everything. <laughs> yes. So that's good. So we will we will uh, be interesting. Arrow pointing up or down for Brandon Hans officially. <sighs> up or down. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of neutral. Uh, yeah, I kind of. I don't think he's first off. I don't think he's one of the like. I think he's in the on the jury. I but think if he controls his temper, he'll be okay. I think he's on the jury, but I don't. I don't have him there at the end. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. That's well. That's our prediction. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's move on to uh, Christine. Christine. Christine is uh, also on the blue t- tribe. The she's also with on the coach tribe. Uh, they call her the punk rocker in a uh, commercial for this season. From New York. She is a uh, 39-year-old teacher from uh, Merrick, New York. Our old stomping ground. Which is uh, approximately two towns over from Wonton, New York. Yep. On Long Island. Less same, than two minutes. Same uh, train line into uh, <laughs> Penn Station. Yes. So uh, a fellow uh, Long Islander, mm-hmm. uh, Christine, she uh, teaches English as a second language. And uh, so, Nicole, what are we thinking of uh, Christine? She reminds me of my mother. Uh oh. Yeah. In, in a good way. Not a good thing. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Um. So now Christine is a very big Survivor fan, uh-huh. and so she told. And I forget if it was in her interview with Dalton Ross. We watched the videos on CBS.com and also the videos on, with Dalton Ross on Entertainment Weekly. So, um, she talks about how the, she got onto the show. Because she had been watching the show for a long time. And she was mad. And she was mad about Nayanka and Purple Kelly. And then uh, the light bulb sort of went off in my head. Because uh, you'll hear this in, in my conversation with Corinne, which you'll probably never listen to. Mm, uh, but the know. rest of you guys who listen all the way through. I was asking Corinne about um, why are there so many... It seems like there's so many people on this season that are that have uh, long histories of watching Survivor, more than any other season I could ever remember. I noticed this, too. Uh, everybody is all super fans. And I, I, that finally, uh, the light bulb sort of went off for me. When she starts talking about Nayanka and Purple Kelly, uh, I remember at that time, last November, such a backlash of people uh, writing on Facebook and everything... See, you guys, Nayanka and Purple Kelly, they took spots away from people who really want to be on the the show, show, Uh who love the show, I'm not watching anymore, and this is the first season that they've cast since then, Uh so it seems to me like casting said, we need to... Sorry, guys. (laughs) No, sorry, guys, what? Sorry that we... uh... Oh, they're apologizing yeah. to the viewers. This, this is how we apologize. It seems like the uh, the the pendulum has swung completely in the other way to say, look, we can't have all these actors and models on the show who will quit 
30 days into the show. Uh We need people who want to be on Survivor. Right. And that's what it seems like they did here. Mm -hmm. Which, uh, we'll see how it goes. Right. And we may get better Survivor play and people who are not as attractive. I think we have a good looking (laughs) cast, though. So I don't think that's true. Uh, I don't know if I would say that this is one of the better looking casts. I think the the chicks are hotter than the guys. Okay. Uh, But as far as from the male perspective, do we have... uh, a lot of hot guys? No, we don't. <laughs> Not, <laughs> no. I mean, to be if we're going to be fair, what do we say? We say, uh, you know, Albert, we've established, good-looking guy, and uh, and Keith? Keith. Which one was Keith? I Pacemaker think. Keith? I think Keith, he's, he's, he's like your dodo next door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's that's really about that's it. it. That's it, yeah. That's about it and from Rick. the male perspective. That that mustache really does it for me. <laughs> right. All right, we'll get to Rick and his mustache in a bit. Yeah. Um, so um, it seems like the pendulum has swung the other way, and uh, we're excited about this. I think we're excited to a point. So uh, <laughs> now why are you unexcited? <laughs> because we don't know what, what we're in for. Now, I don't know about Christine from Merrick. Uh, she seems a bit unstable. Yeah. She's really, she's really keeping it 100. <laughs> she's really keeping it 100, <laughs> we have to say, even though she hates Nayanka. Uh, um, she seems like uh, she could go any which way. Oh, I mean, she just reminds me of so many people back home. Yeah. Her and also uh, Mark, which we'll talk about later, seem to have a bit of a complex about uh, people's New- opinions about New, New Yorkers. Yorkers. Uh, we're from New York. We get it. But I hate when people say, hey, 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 I'm a New Yorker. I don't know how many people are out there trying to disparage the New Yorkers. But, <laughs> no one's arguing But with you. Christine and Mark are both vigilant uh-huh. against. They're not going to let anybody say anything about New York. Uh-huh. They, they have uh, a uh, no sense of humor whatsoever for New York jokes. <laughs> They're not going to take it. Yeah. So uh, not, feeling, not feeling super great yeah. about Christine. Mm-hmm. So, Nicole, uh, what, what are we saying? Uh, I actually think that the arrow is pointing, pointing down. Pointing down. Who, what is this, who is the survivor she's most like? Stephanie. Because oh, she's strong and outspoken. Outspoken, not a good not thing a good for survivors. Thing. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Save to the confessional. Say it to the producers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, thumbs down. This is, <laughs> this is a theme that uh, I'll get to uh, more uh, with Elise. Uh-huh. Because I have a lot to say about this. But uh, I think that... The two the two uh, modes of either talking or listening, and I'll put outspoken in the talking category, much more important for survivors to be listeners than to be talkers. Oh, definitely. definitely. And, and, and more on that in a, in a bit. Yes. So, so when somebody says they're outspoken, um, I have a feeling if you go back and look at the bios yes. of the 22 survivor or, or the 21 different survivor winners... Uh, I think there's probably few of them that would describe themselves as outspoken. Yes. Ironically, the one person who won twice would probably uh, be outspoken. That, that <laughs> is true. That is true. Ironically. But I think that as a whole, yes. if we're going to make a profile of the survivor winner, yes. uh, outspoken, not a characteristic that we'll assign to that character. Yes. They usually then become outwitted, outlast, and outplayed. <laughs> yeah. It's outwit, outplay, outlast, not outspoken. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, that's not... That's not part of yeah. it. All right. So now, uh, similarly, let's go to uh, Dawn Meacham. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they pronounced that right. And Dawn is actually going to be our first member of the red team, of the Aussie team. Team Aussie. Uh, team Aussie. Now, 
Uh, Dawn is uh, sort of has an interesting background. She is uh, a Mormon. She has uh, six adopted kids. That she's not going to tell to people. She's not going to tell it. But yet she, she told us about five times. She, yes, she did mention <laughs> it quite a bit. She loves Survivor. Uh-huh. And uh, she's like Sandra, Parvati, and Stephanie. Hmm, that's an interesting yes. trio. <laughs> interesting trio. So, uh, and she hates brown grass and complainers. Like, oh, yeah, everybody hates brown grass. Yes, that's that's true. <laughs> So, Nicole, what are we thinking about Dawn? I actually liked Dawn. Yeah. I got a good feeling off of Dawn. Really? I did. Because I did not. Really? I did not get uh-huh. a good feeling off of Dawn. I think Dawn seems like a very nice lady. She seems very nice. I do not think that she will fare well in the Survivor And game. why is that? Because um, I don't think that she, uh, you know, she seems just way too nice. She seems very motherly. She seems very motherly. And and very nice, and she does not seem very good in the challenges. Okay. And that if you are a person who is on a team with Ozzy, you'd best oh, be good yes. at challenges. That is very because true. Because Ozzy hates people who are bad at challenges. He will kick you to the curb. And looking at, at her tribe of people that she's on, she seems to me like she One might the be the worst in challenges out of that group. Mm, that is true. You're so smart. Well, I'm just... That's... That's what I'm seeing for Dawn. And I could see her being first out on the red team. Mm-hmm. Well, when you put it that way, I can definitely see it. But I, I, do, the, I do like her. I think the arrow is pointing down. Seems like a nice lady. Yeah. Um, so uh, it seems like a big Survivor fan. Mm-hmm. So we, I'm sure she's nice, but I don't think she's going to go too far. Yeah. Yeah, especially with her hobbies being swimming, which is good. Yeah, that's good. Writing, blogging, and baking bread. Not really going to do, <laughs> not going to help you in Survivor. Yeah. Okay, so she says she's in it to win it, though. Okay. But, uh, yeah, not not too much uh, more to go on for Dawn. Yeah. Sorry, Dawn. Sorry, Dawn. That, uh, I don't know if... Uh, Although I, she did say something absolutely disgusting in her video. She said that she's so tough that she, the the plane was so bumpy. Oh, yeah, that was That she puked in her mouth and swallowed it. Yes. Really? You could have left that out. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into Edna. Edna. Who is also on the blue team. Uh, and Edna is very interesting. And uh, a, quite a few uh, interesting nuggets uh, about Edna uh, and... Um, She's that, very that, sassy. That we learned uh, when we uh, speak with Corinne. Yes. Um, so, how about this? Uh, anesthesiologist. Mm, money. That's money? Oh, yeah. That's big money? That's big money. And you were telling me about uh, the, the job of anesthesiologist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, as an anesthesiologist, you are one of the highest paid doctors in all of doctor land. And basically... You anesthetize the patient, and you go on your iPhone for the rest of the surgery. Yeah, and see, I would like that because it's a great I like, job. I like money, and I like iPhones. Uh huh. But you're like putting somebody like one level away from death. Yeah, that's I'm fine with that. Yeah, so play on I'm your okay. play Angry Birds. I'm okay, and I've been look. I I am knocking people out with this podcast all the time. Yes, yes, every, you are. I, dozens of people a week. You I, I am I am putting them? them to sleep every night. People are going to start listening to this podcast. But they're already asleep right now. Oh, yep. People that are people that are asleep. It's like you're singing them yeah. a lullaby. Having nice having nice dreams. <laughs> yeah, the people are in REM totally. Yes. A- anesthesia is the best is is the best profession. I, I guess access so. to good drugs. Whoa. Yeah. So I I like Edna. I do too. I like Edna, and um, 
but I don't know if I like her chances in this ga- Survivor game. Why? Because... Um, so which team is she on? She is on the blue team. She's on coach. She's on the coach okay. team. See, this I think... She is not going to get along with coach. She's not going to get along with coach. Oh, no. No, no. no. This is not going to be good. She is going to try to get rid of him. And coach is going to be the leader of this group. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I could see Coach having an alliance with a few of the men. Uh-huh. And then, uh, like, I could see Coach getting, like, all conspiratorial and, like, trying to, uh, get rid of Edna. And I could see er- Edna being sort of like the new Erin. Where, uh-huh. <laughs> where, it's sort of like the, uh, mm-hmm. who is this jackass? Uh, <laughs> and I, I could, can you see this? I could totally see this. Um, and she seemed really sassy in her videos. Where she sassy. Was, she was kind of like Francesca. She had little nicknames for oh, everybody. Oh, well, that's not good to be like... Well, we, Franche- love Francesca. we love Francesca. <laughs> yeah, and she is the self-proclaimed Lucy Lou. Yeah, She does kind of look like her. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. But uh, she was funny. She says she's bossy, too. Yes. Coach is not going to like that. Oh, no. He doesn't like bossy. Or sassy. He doesn't like sassy or bossy. Mm-hmm. He, he, he likes uh, people on his tribe that say, yes, coach, whatever yes. you want to do, coach. Yes, dragon slayer. Yes, you're the dragon slayer. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's why Tyson always worked well with coach. Yes. That, uh, that Tyson would, you know, uh, you just... Appease him. Yeah, you just <laughs> uh, need to, like, patronize him. Yes, are we going to have a Tyson cast again this, well, this season? Uh, as long as Tyson will want to do a podcast, I will do a podcast with Tyson every season. Tyson is one of my favorite people. In the world, in the or, world. Or, or on Survivor? In the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, platonically? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We'll keep it that. So Edna, uh, not feeling great about Edna. No. Sorry, Edna. We like you, but you don't fare well in this world. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not feeling great about Edna's chances. All right. So let's talk about, is it Elise? Uh, Al- I think it's Elise. Elise? Al- 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 <laughs> Should we give her our own name? Uh, let's call her Elise. Okay. Okay. So Elise, uh, she is on the red team. Red team. She is on the Aussie team. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> what do you think, Nicole? I like let, her. Let, let's let's talk a little bit about her. She's a dance team manager. Uh-huh. She's from Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The person who her is, hobbies include baking cupcakes. Yeah. The survivor contestant that she's most like is Brenda from Nicaragua and Poverty. Everybody thinks that they're like poverty but they're not okay well that's that's fair enough mm-hmm. um she's a very bubbly personality i like her i get a really good good vibes off her she's really fun she's got a good attitude and it seems like she's gonna be a good person to have around to pass the time and i think uh-huh. that she is terrible <laughs> no i'm not saying she's terrible to look at uh-huh. uh that being said I think that she is horrible. And I may even retract my statement that I think Dawn is the first one out of the you red think she team. Is? I think that she's the first one out of the show. <laughs> I think she did not stop talking for one second. And yes. and then with Dalton Ross, she's like talking about j- bad, bad jokes. jokes. Yeah. There's no filter there. Yeah. It's like somebody who's like, oh, I heard two jokes that are horrible and not funny. I'm going to tell them to you now. Like <laughs> yes, I'm gonna tell you these absolutely terrible jokes. Yeah, they, they were so bad. The jokes. Yeah, but she's got a good attitude. She, I don't know. I think this is Carolina 2.0. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
You're, you're probably right, but I do like Steven her. Steven to this day about being on the tribe with Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's, you're tired, you're cranky, you're hungry. You don't need somebody like this talking, going a mile a minute, no. telling horrible jokes. Can you imagine myself being around her while I'm cranky and I would, I would bite her head off. I know how you are around me when you're cranky <laughs> and I, and I'm so much more engaging <laughs> than she is. Yes. <laughs> Such better jokes. Although there was one thing that you liked about her. Uh, that allegedly she has some, uh, racy photos. Yes. And we looked uh, for them. And I go- did a, an extensive Google search uh-huh. and I could not find them. Yeah. There was one picture of her doing uh, a derogatory, she had a middle Gesture. finger up in a picture. Yes. So if anybody has the racy photos of Elise that she referenced. Yes. Um, I don't even know how this Or came Dalton up. Ross re- referenced them. Is he it... is such a hornball. <laughs> Nicole, stop it. That's not... <laughs> no, he that's is. uncalled he, for. He loves when the, the pageant girls... The pageant girls have to do the little wave for him. Okay. He loves it. That's fair enough. <laughs> yes. And he had to bring up the racy photos. Well, I don't know how he knew about that. Is it? Does it say somewhere that, that uh, one of her... Uh, toughest things was that uh, she overcame racy photos. I think it. She was also she's a pageant girl, and I think it came up in her Miss America running. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. It, yeah. Definitely pass those along if we uh find out about these racy photos. Yeah, we like pictures. Uh, one other interesting thing that came out of one of her interviews, uh, she referred to herself as uh not just a pageant patty. <laughs> and I like this term because I feel like we get a lot of pageant patties we on do. Survivor. And there's a lot this season. We have a lot of pageant patties. Yes. And we never had a good name for them before. I think we should have a Survivor pageant because there's so many Miss of them. Survivor? Miss Survivor. <laughs> I like this. Yes. This is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Can I run? Uh, no, because you were not on Survivor. Oh, I'm you were on podcaster. Survivor Podcast. <laughs> you could be Miss Survivor Podcast. Oh my God, can I get a sash? <laughs> <laughs> that Matthew Lanahan? <laughs> I love him. Um, so, uh, interesting, Miss mm-hmm. Survivor. Yes, I think we should do this. I'm going to pitch this to CBS. <laughs> we'll do an hour, uh, like, uh, maybe we can do an hour after the finale. Yes. Miss Survivor. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do during the live finale. Ooh, ooh la la. And then you have to, 99 cents to text vote. Yes. We're all, everybody's making money on Miss Survivor. <laughs> this is oh, great. Oh, this is amazing. This is great. And it'll live on CBS.com. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm making the phone call tomorrow. We get the rights, though. We get the rights. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hosting it. Yes, I'm co-hosting. <laughs> Maybe. No, I have. You're to. backstage. You can be no. backstage. You're backstage. <laughs> but with this like, was my idea. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move along to Jim. Uh, Jim. Uh, Jim is uh, he has a lot of different jobs. Jim. The jack of all trades. He's a Jim of all trades. Jim <laughs> of all trades. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff. He worked on Wall Street. He, uh, then he got an M, or did he, he got then, his MBA. I, think he got, I would imagine he got his MBA before he went to Wall Street. That's not the order it's in in his bio, but I would imagine that that's the order that you would do these things. Yes, and then he owned a wine store. He owned a wine store. And then took it a step further. Well, and then he went to the World Poker Tour, uh-huh. and then he uh, opened up a marijuana dispensary. He has two of them. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. So, uh... I wonder what his luxury item is. (laughs) Jim's a fun guy. We like Jim. Yes. You'd be lucky to be on his tribe. You... Jim's the kind of guy you want to run into at the Survivor after party. Oh, yeah. You will be... (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll be looking for Jim in December. Yes. <laughs> you want to run into Jim. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what are we thinking about Jim uh, in terms of the game? Uh, now, uh, Survivor he is most liked is Ethan. He dominates so much and is such a good guy that they practically gave him one million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that exactly went down like that. Something like that. Something like Something. that. Something. But, um, yeah, so what are we making of Jim? Uh, Jim, I kind of like him. Yeah. He's a very nice guy. He, seem, he seems pretty with it. He's smart. He's like, listen, I'm not the hot guy. I'm not the athletic guy. I'm just going to, I'm going to get by. Mm-hmm. And I think he's right. I like Jim. Yeah. I, I like Jim. You Because here's the thing about Survivor. You don't want to be the strongest right. guy. You don't want to be the smartest guy. You, you don't want to be the hottest you, you guy. You don't want to be the most anything. Uh-huh. Because when you're the most anything... You, you don't, stick out. You don't want to be the dumbest person. You, right. You, you just want to be in the middle so people aren't saying, I, we need to get rid of this person because he's the most blank. Yes. And he seems like he'd be a really good time. And he's well-rounded. <laughs> um, so I like... Uh, I like Jim, and I like Jim's chances here. I do, too. Plus, Jim is on the Red Tribe. Uh, he's on the uh, the Aussie Tribe. Uh-huh. Um, so if he can survive, you know, not ruffle Ozzy's feathers, and, and the fact that he could say to Ozzy, uh, hey, Ozzy, I can get you a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> On something, uh-huh. after, uh huh. Then I think then I think he's speaking Ozzy's language <laughs> fluently, fluently, <laughs> and uh, I think Jim is looking good. Yeah, I I like Jim's chances. The arrows pointing up, pointing up for Jim, pointing highly up. And there's a cloud of smoke above him. <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, we're liking liking Jim. Uh huh. All right. So from Jim, the Jim of all trades, let's go to uh, somebody very interesting. Let's talk about Johnny Cochran, and uh, not not OJ's attorney. Yes, he's dead. No, he is dead. But uh, we, there's a new Johnny Cochran in town. Uh huh. John Cochran is 24 years old. Yes. He is a Harvard Law student. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he is a Survivor super fan. I feel like if you and Stephen Fishback had a baby, it would be John Cochran. That's you know what I think that's a pretty fair <laughs> assessment. Uh, so you are. The Fishback Sesternino love child. <laughs> well, furthermore, uh, uh, John is, uh, he wrote his uh, paper at the uh, the Dean Scholars Prize at Harvard Law for an essay he wrote on the survivor jury system. It was one of the few times in his life when his personal interests and academic obligations coincided perfectly. Uh, much Sounds like, like you. Myself in college uh-huh. in uh, the year uh, 2000, mm-hmm. I wrote uh, my senior thesis paper on the impact of uh, reality television uh-huh. uh, about uh, mostly Survivor and, and a little Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Yes, at the, at the time. Right. Uh, although my paper was not about strategy. Right. Which it sounds like his was more about strategy. Mm-hmm. But that was a long time ago. Uh, his hobbies are guitar, trivia, studying the music and history of the Beatles. Ooh. His pet peeves are people who think or act like they are smarter than they actually are. People who don't have a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Survivor contestant, you are most like, I have some of the humor of Rob Sesternino, the candor of Jonathan Penner, and the intelligence of Yul Kwan. Ah. That's a very good trio. It's a, it's a good trio. Yes. Uh, so, uh, first of all, very excited that this is the first time ever. First mention. First time ever I am uh, mentioned in the what of these survivors you are most like. Mm-hmm. So uh, automatic a, favorite. A, yeah, a tip of the cap 
to uh, Mr. Cochran. Uh-huh. Uh, that being said, I find more often than not, when people tell me that they have the same sense of humor as me... They're not funny. <laughs> usually. No, although I have to say, in John Cochran's case, I did find his interviews very amusing. Yes, he is... I did, I did enjoy them. Yes, he ha- he's very appealing. He's I'm, got, like, that nerd appeal. I like John Cochran here. Johnny Cox? N- Nicole? <laughs> How, is that even called name. for? Is that even called for <laughs> at all? Name. That is not his name. It is on this podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. It's definitely not. So, uh, John Cochran here. Um, I, I, I really want to like him. Yes. I want to. I'm, here's what I'm worried about. Is he going to be like a skinny lion? Well, this is what we're worried about yes. here. And he's on a tribe with Ozzy. E. Could he get Billy garcia Oh, I hope not. I hope not, too, because I think that he is um, somebody who could be very interesting to watch all season. But I'm very worried about him getting Billy garcia And I'm worried about Ozzy taking one look at him. Um, this is a guy who has watched every episode of every Survivor season, which is the opposite of Ozzy, who we, we're not even sure if Ozzy watched the seasons that he was on. Right. Probably um, not. I, I, this is not going to be endearing to him. Although, Ozzy has a big ego, so I think it, if John feeds into his ego... That's the thing. He's got scouting report on right, Ozzy. Right, exactly. So that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see him do well. I do too. I In my heart of hearts, I think he will. Yes. But I'm worried. Mm-hmm. I could see why. Yeah. So what do we think at the end of the day? I think it's a does, thumbs up. Does he overcome? I think it's it, a does he up. overcome the Billy the Billy Garcia triangle? Yeah, yes, I think so. And and he gets out of it. I think if anybody can do it, it's him. Well, here he's a guy where it's if he can survive the first fifteen days, eighteen days, whatever, then he's there to the final four. If he could prove himself in a puzzle, he's golden. <laughs> if he can prove himself in a puzzle. That's that's true. Yes. But um, he's just got to make it. The, the first two weeks, the first five or six episodes are the most crucial for him. Yeah. If he gets through that, he's he's there to the end. Well, if not, mm-hmm. then he's done for. Well, I think he's also lucky and, that he's on Ozzy's team because they're probably going to win immunities. And this is not a guy who has a chance on Redemption Island, which we haven't talked about yet on the show. But there is Redemption Island this season. Back yeah. again. So, which really favors Ozzy. Yeah. So, uh, like, it may, may be the move to get rid of Ozzy early if, you, if you're in this game. If you want Ozzy gone, you've got to get rid of Ozzy in the beginning. Because there's a good chance Ozzy could bang out five, six Redemption Island wins like nothing. Right. Could he win 13 Redemption Island vic- competitions? Probably not. Matt did. He didn't get... He ultimately didn't. Oh, he won 12? Well, they also... They said this season that all of the battles are going to be one-on-one. So there was a lot of times where Matt There won, was three. Where it was three, and he just didn't come in last. And there were yeah. sometimes where it was four. Yeah. Um, where it was like half the show was still right, there at the right, end. Right, right, right. So they did say this season it's going to be just one-on-one. Is it going to be more physical as well? I don't know. Because that, that'll be a problem for our pacemaker guy. All right, well, let's, let's not... Uh, yeah. jump ahead yeah we're almost there so uh john is not gonna lose and then come back on redemption island no that's not gonna happen yeah so i don't like this redemption island 
Yeah, nobody does. Yeah, I don't. No, I, I only, don't know why. Only they Jeff Probst does. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one. Yes. Um. So we will. Uh. We'll see with John. Yes. Okay. But we like. We think. We think at the end of the day, the arrow is going to point up. Yeah. I like All the right. love child. All right. Uh. So let's get into how about uh Keith. Keith. Pacemaker Keith. Mm. Uh. So pacemaker Keith. Uh. That he is. Um. Yeah, he is uh, an interesting guy. Seems like a nice guy. He seems like kind of like a, a Bobby John, almost. Bobby John-ish. Bobby John-ish. Yeah. But Bobby John with a pacemaker. Yeah. So, I don't really have a strong feeling. He seems kind of blah to me. I didn't. I don't really get much of a personality from uh, Keith. I kind of got, like, the Dodo vibe from him. Yeah. He's kind of like the Dodo next door. Yeah. But it seems nice. Seems very nice. Seems nice. He's also going to be on the Red Tribe. Yes. I think that's good for him. Yeah. He seems, like, physically fit. He's, he lived in Hawaii. He did hunting. He's he's done a lot of things. Fishing. Yeah. Is he a, Is he the new Grant? Mm, nice. I, th- I think he's going to talk more than Grant. Nice guy, likable guy, but at the end of the day, not really ever in the mix. And cries at the end. <laughs> very bitter at the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Uh, could, I mean, could we see this? I could see s- s- some of it, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, it seems like a good guy. Yeah. But I don't know if that's, at the end of the day, that's not, uh, not enough to, uh, get on my radar. I'm concerned about his pacemaker. Yeah. Because he's had this pacemaker for ten years. This yeah. is, like, his third pacemaker. Okay. The shelf life on pacemakers are approximately eight years. Yeah. It's a ticking time bomb. <laughs> I guess. That thing could go any second. I guess so. Um, and then if he does contact sports, forget it. Yeah. Um, so all the more reason to write him off. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that, I mean, I don't think he would do anything that would really put himself in, at, at in life-threatening danger, well, if that I, I think the stopped, show itself uh-huh. would not want to put themselves have that kind of liability. Not I would the, hope, I, and not for anything. I, I think you know, you sign like a telephone book. There, yes. there is no liability, right? Uh, that being said, but they don't want anybody to die they, on the show. It's, it's not good press. Yeah, it's not good press that uh, if. Keith, pacemaker Keith uh, dies on the show. But then, I mean, he is a good person to go up against in a contact <laughs> battle at what, Redemption what, Island. What are you saying? <laughs> because he can't do it. You're never going to have a, con- a, a physical contact battle at Redemption Island. Because mm-hmm. if it's if it's Edna versus Ozzy, uh, you know, it's they're just not going to do that. But what if it's Michaela? She's she, she's fine with that. It, but... It, it's supposed in the fairness of the show is that it's supposed to be that it's a they predetermined. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like they changed the yes. contests up depending on who's there. Right. This isn't Big Brother, Nicole. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My apologies. Yeah. So uh, I feel like Keith. Uh, I mean, I feel like he's there, final seven or whatever, and then but not making it to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't get there. Yeah. It's blindsided probably or whatever. Probably like him. Yeah, yeah I'll probably get like, blindsided. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, let's talk about Mark, uh, that Mark, Mark Anthony. Now he's been in the news a lot lately. Yes, breaking up with J-Lo, yes, cheating on her. he broke up with J-Lo, and then, uh, he, then, then he's dating Will Smith's ex-wife, and now he's on Survivor. This guy gets around. Yes. Um, now his real name is Mark Caruso. Why does he, is that, is his, uh, middle name yes, Mark Anthony? Mark Anthony Caruso. Yeah. 
the MAC, the <laughs> Daddy Mac. He's the Mac Daddy. He's the Mac Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, and he's a bear. He's he's a bear. He's a bear. That's what he calls himself. Uh, uh, he is a uh, retired NYPD detective. I'm a New Yorker. He is uh, openly a homosexual. Uh-huh. He is uh, a uh, very uh, <laughs> devout New Yorker. Uh-huh. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear anybody talking bad about New York. Right. Uh, and uh, I believe he, and he loves Survivor. And he, yes, he does. He's also a retired NYPD. I think Mark Caruso is very interesting because I don't think we've ever had uh, somebody like Mark... Um, on, on the show. Like, we we have... There's a, a lot of people who have been uh, gay on, on Survivor. We don't have a, a lot of uh, older gay people on Survivor. Right. And this is... I think that Mark could be interesting. Minus Richard Hatch. R- minus Richard Hatch, but Rich, I don't think Richard Hatch... I think Richard Hatch was 40 when he first played Survivor. Oh, okay. Um, so Mark is a bit is a bit older. Uh-huh. Eight years. Uh, 48. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and he looks older than Richard Hatch. Yes. It's the mileage. <laughs> it's the mileage. <laughs> so this is very interesting. I don't think we've had uh, anybody like Mark on the show before. And Mark is going to be on the red team. Yes. Now, uh, I like Mark. I think he could do well. I'm worried that he might have to be medevaced out of the game. Because <laughs> I feel like people who look like Mark tend to get medevaced out of the game. Is he like Dan? <laughs> well, Dan did not get medevaced Well, Dan out of was the game. very delicate, though. He was very delicate. But Dan was like 70, I think. Dan was old. Yeah, Dan was old. Um, but I just feel like, uh, getting like a Papa Smurf vibe from him. Oh, he does look like a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was not, a, not good. Yeah. But, uh, we like Mark. Um, he is a retired, uh, NYPD. Yes. Uh, we my, love like, NYPD. Yeah, like my, like my dad. Uh-huh. So, uh, we're, we'll be rooting for him, Mark Anthony. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Could be a pre-merger. Yeah, especially that he's on Ozzy's tribe. He's on. Uh, we don't know how he's going to mesh with Ozzy. Yeah. But is Ozzy really going to have that much clout with the rest of his... I don't think that Ozzy takes... Uh, doesn't uh, kick it in the backseat. Right. I think Ozzy comes in and he's the leader or he gets voted out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Ozzy defers the power in the tribe to somebody else. Yeah, I don't definitely don't think he defers it. But will his tribe be like, we, you're not making all the decisions, buddy. You're dating Lindsay Lohan. Well, <laughs> you have no credibility. They either they either let Ozzy do the, make all the decisions or they vote Ozzy out. Yeah. I don't think Ozzy is flexible where he uh, takes the secondary position I in see. the tribe. Okay. So, um, who knows? Mm-hmm. Hard to say. I, I don't feel great about Mark even even though I think I think he'll be very interesting to watch on the show. Right. So, we'll see. Okay. So, uh let's see. How about uh let's get into uh, some of these uh, other women on the show. Uh and let's talk about Michaela from the Blue Team and Michaela has an interesting backstory. Uh Michaela is actually a uh football player, Nicole. Uh not just any football player. She's not in the NFL. Can I draft her on my fantasy team? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Not that kind of fantasy team. <laughs> she if you know what I mean. <laughs> she's been on a few of my fantasy teams uh this in the last couple of hey weeks. Hey now. Um so uh Michaela is a lingerie football player. Right. And not only that, she was on the cover of uh Playboy a February 2011 issue. Wait a uh, second. 
Playboy before Survivor? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. This is a first. <laughs> oh my goodness. What uh, comes after Survivor for her then? Well, 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 we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. we'll see. She could be taking the Jenna Lewis route. Oh. Um, so, uh, she is a, uh, a hard, she met the hardworking Hugh Hefner. And every, that's what everybody says about Hugh Hefner. What a hard worker he is. Yes. Hard working. <laughs> yes. Uh, hard and Hugh Hefner. Those are always, <laughs> always in the same sentence. Roberts! Um, so, um, she also has some racy photos of her, which we were able to find quite Those easily. Yes. They were just quite, all over the internet. Quite, quite easy to find. Yeah. Uh, Here's something very interesting about Michaela. Uh, survivor contestant you are like most, Jane. She stands what? up for herself and never what? lets her morals go. Yes. She's a hard worker. When work- I look at you, I think Jane. She's a hard worker and loves her dogs just like I love my pup, Diesel. <laughs> okay? What? She's just like Jane. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, Jane also uh, considering Playboy. <laughs> God help us. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think... I think uh, Sash will kill himself. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, So she plays for the Tampa Bay Breeze. And uh, she's a linebacker and a cornerback. Mm -hmm. And they wear less less pads than the men. Yes. Imagine that. Obviously. Yes. And she claims that the lingerie football players, uh, the girls girls in the lingerie football league hit just as hard as the guys uh, in NFL. Obviously. Yes. Obviously. So uh, what are we thinking about Michaela? Michaela, she looks strong. Which team is she on? She's on the blue team. I think she would do better if she was on the red team because mm-hmm. she looks strong. She looks like she's good in challenges. Um, I don't know about her being with Coach. I don't know about her being with Coach. You're you're right, but at the end of the day, uh, let me let me play out this scenario for you. Mm-hmm. How about a showmance with Albert here on the blue team? Uh, Albert. I don't what, know. What do you want? A showmance with, with Brandon Hans? With Rick. With Rick? <laughs> His mustache. You don't you can't you can't see this working out here? Let me tell you the other women on the blue team. Yes. And you tell me about a potential showmance. No, I, I see the other okay? women. Okay. So here let me give you the other the other Why name. are you always thinking about a showmance? Well, I'm not it's not for me. I'm oh, I'm okay. trying to figure out how this is gonna break down. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me give you the other women here on this blue team. We got uh, uh, Christina from Merrick. Mm -hmm. We've got Edna. Mm -hmm. We've got Sophie, and we've got Stacy. Which we haven't gotten to yet. We haven't gotten to yet. But not a lot of showman's material there for Albert. Yeah. And I could totally see Albert being a showman's kind of guy. Well, he is a dating coach. He is a dating coach. Yeah. Is he going to put this in his reel? He he could. (laughs) His dating reel? He could put it in his dating reel. Yeah. So, uh... So possible, and I think the showman's helps uh, helps her. It helps her, yeah. Uh huh. Because I kind of see, uh, I can kind of see the men sticking together on the coach tribe. Yeah, but she's tough. I think that she's gonna be part of the guys. Yeah, and she's got saying. a nice rack. Well, I'm saying that she's. I'm. I'm assuming on the blue team, the men are just sticking together. Then with Michaela, mm-hmm. uh, who's gets a showman's going with Albert. And the other women on the blue team were picking off one by one. Yeah. Pre-merge. Yeah, I see that. That's my. That's how I'm seeing the blue team going down. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's a thumbs up or something else up for Michaela. <laughs> yeah, way up. <laughs> uh, with very racy photos. And yes. uh, she's also concerned about people talking bad about New Jersey. What is up with... It's a state, people. <laughs> yes. And, and hopefully uh, she doesn't run into David Patterson at all. <laughs> 
Because he hates New Jersey. Yeah, so she hates uh, the Jersey Shore um, cast. Well, I, I, She's no Snooki. Yeah, I have a feeling she won't be listening to a lot of our podcasts. <laughs> um, so that's no good. Yeah. Um, also, did you know this about the lingerie football players? They do wear knee pads. Really? Could, could be handy. Then that's all they wear. Could be handy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for the for, for the laundry football players. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so let's, uh, staying with the blue team, let's talk about Rick. And uh, basically, there's uh, one thing in, in, that we need to focus in on here with Rick. His mustache. Uh, here we got a question from Twitter. We'll, we'll get into some of your questions in a bit. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're an hour and 17 yeah, minutes. And there's the, the, you know what? Uh, we may have to put the Corinne as the as a second as, as a separate part of this yeah. podcast. Uh, I think that's the way to do it because this has gone on way too long. Oh my! It's midnight. Well, when did this happen? <laughs> oh my god! Wow, it's midnight. Podcast, and I haven't had a drink. Podcast time warp. Um, okay, so uh, this comes to me on uh, on Twitter from uh, Shane Dunlop. Uh, who writes to at Rob Sesternino, uh, Hey Rob, my question for the Survivor Preview Show, if not Rick Nelson, which previous Survivor has sported the best on-show mustache? Mustache. Uh, and I don't know if there's ever been another Survivor with a great uh, on-show mustache. Very few people ever come into the game with, with a mustache. mustache. Uh, people grow a beard. Uh-huh. Uh, you could argue... Or a goatee like Boston Rob. Yeah, you could argue Boston <laughs> Rob. Um, but nobody has anyone ever come into the uh, game with a mustache. What, did he, what, what, did, what about Steve Chicken Morris? What about Ralph? Did he have did, a mustache? Did Ralph go with just a mustache? I feel like he had a beard. He had a sweater. Yes. So uh, tough to read. Tough to. I I'm sure Rob's yes. fact checker. Yes, we'll get the fact checkers to tell us um, if anybody has a better mustache. But what about Rick? I didn't. I don't have a lot to go on from Rick. He doesn't, uh, he loves Survivor. Uh-huh. He's been applying since uh, Survivor 8, which probably was a bad time to start applying because it was Survivor All-Stars. Right. He was interviewed for He's Survivor 11, <laughs> 7, 11, and 13. Okay. So he only gets the odd ones. I guess so. Yeah. So he's applied 14 times, and he, and this is a guy who doesn't know how to quit. Relentless. Doesn't know when to take a hint. <laughs> so finally, just to get Rick to leave them alone, they right. finally put him on the show. Right. Uh, what are we thinking about Rick? Does he, that, uh, is, do you think, is there more to Rick than, uh, last season's Ralph? Probably not. Probably not? Are we judging a book by a cover too much? I think he seems like he's more with it than Ralph. Probably more with it than Ralph. Although he does compare himself to JT. Yes. Uh, well, I, it seems like a lot of people have compared themselves to JT. Yeah. People are, are really loving the JT, yeah. these new survivors. Is he going to write a letter to Brandon Hans? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so uh, Rick is on the blue team. Mm-hmm. So, so um, he won't be writing a letter. Well, he can say whatever he has to say just, to Brandon Hans. He can just tell him. Right. No need to write him a letter. <laughs> XOXO. Yes. So uh, he hates quitters and lazy people who don't keep their word. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, uh, his personal claim to fame is his family and his ranch. Oh, very nice. So he loves, he loves his ranch. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if he's talking about dressing or uh, a place where he works. Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing the dressing. He looks like a salad kind of guy. Now, uh, the reason for being on Survivor, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience to prove that you can survive with next to nothing for 39 days and be one of 23 people in the world to be named sole Survivor. Well, let's do. you'll that. have to wait two seasons to be one of the 23 people in the world to uh, be the sole survivor. Right. And it's not a once in a lifetime. It could be four times in a lifetime. <laughs> it could be. Yes. It could be. 
Um, so he didn't have a lot to say in his interviews. Uh, his CBS.com interview was actually one of the shortest. It was about a minute and ten seconds. Yeah, which we liked. So uh, he may uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. Mm-hmm. And he, but he doesn't want to see Coach. He hates Coach. He doesn't like Coach. Yes. And, and he's on Coach's tribe. He's on Coach's team. So right. something's got to give. So this will be interesting. This will be interesting. Now maybe Coach could win him over. I don't know. He seems to have a deep animosity towards Coach. Oh that even God. his wife was laughing prior to him departing. That it all he's like that his wife said, you know it's gonna be Coach, right? Arrow pointing up or arrow pointing down for Rick? I think the arrow is pointing down for Rick. I think it's pointing up. I, I don't go against I, Coach. Not too far. I mean, I think I'm gonna put a, a ceiling for how far I think people from the blue team can go. Mm-hmm. That being said. Uh, I think that um, I could see him getting to the final eight. Okay. Like, I think he'll make the merge. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. I don't, I do not agree. Okay. Um, all right. So let's go to uh, the next person here. Uh, only four, four people left to talk about. Uh, all women. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's talk about. Let's talk about s- chicks, man. Let's talk about <laughs> chicks, man. Let's talk about Semhar, man. Uh-huh. Uh don't know about Semhar. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Is it Semhar? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Semhar. Semhar Tadasi. Uh-huh. Um, now, uh, interesting about Semhar, she is a uh, spoken word artist, uh, which I believe that means she has a podcast. Because <laughs> I, I, too, am a spoken word artist. Yes. I, that, I, that's what I go by. Yes. I have my business card. Mm-hmm. Spoken word spoken artist. Word. Rob Sister Nina. Yeah. You're a freaking poet. Thank you. Not you. Oh. Uh, so she's a spoken word artist. Uh, her personal claim to fame is her poetry on YouTube. Oh, my God. Oh, we have to Google do, this. Do we, do we Google this? Uh, hold on. I have a feeling that this is going to be amazing. YouTube.com. Semhar Poetry. Uh, Get it up. Get it up. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, that's what Semhar said. That's what Semhar said. I, you know what? I don't know what Semhar. Oh wait, hold on. I could be searching the wrong box. Oh. So Semhar poetry. Ooh, oh, there it, it is. It's showing up as one of the things. Okay. Uh, a limitless love. A limitless love. Okay. So let's let, let's play a little bit of uh, a limitless love. That's the first one that comes up from Semhar. A limitless love by Semhar. Yee. I would do anything for him. From washing his hair to massaging his feet, I would do it all. I would do anything for him. I know. Oh, that's what she said. I would brush his teeth with a toothbrush the size of a penny. I would give him my food even if I had an empty belly. I would even let him get away with calling me the wrong name like Shelly, but only because it's his mother's name. Right. And he loves her and I the same. There isn't anything that I wouldn't do for this man, and everything I didn't really want to do, I would do it again. I would climb Mount Rainier just to bring him snow since he's okay, never so we seen get it before. Yeah. Uh, I would even here's take my off challenge my to you guys. and give him a find private show Find us the best the Semhar his- poetry, and uh, find us the best Semhar poem on YouTube, yes. and we will play it on the show. Yes. So give us, let us know the best one, and uh, that because I have a has got to be... Gotta be There's got to be some really good ones in gotta here. Got to be some good ones. Oh, what uh, does some of the comments say? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see if there's any that are not offensive. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I like this poem somebody wrote. Uh, I'm in love. What lovely hair. 
Yeah. So we'll see about Sem- Semhara's poems. So Semhara has some poetry. Yes. Spoken uh, words. Some spoken words. Yes. Um, she uh, as opposed to unspoken words, words like a mime. Yes. <laughs> she uh, w- was also a, pa- a bit of a pageant patty. Yeah, she is a pageant patty. She's a pageant patty. She was uh, she was Miss Eritrea. I don't think that even exists. I think she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't even know about it until the day before. The day before, or three days before, and then somebody got her to put it, go into it, and then she won. Yeah, she's a winner. Winner. She knows how to win. Yeah. Nicole, what <laughs> what are we thinking about uh, Semhar? I think she's too high on herself. A little high on her. Yeah, she's she's too cocky for this game. Semhar is is going to be playing on the red team. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she, the survivor contestant, she is most like is Fabio. Okay, all right, <laughs> winner, <laughs> winner. Yes, uh, Semhar um, on the on the red team. Um, let's see. Now, I've already said earlier in the show that I thought Dawn was going to be the first person out of the red team. Yeah. And then I revised that and I said Elise was going to be the first person out of the red team. Let me guess. Semhar is going to be the first to go? I think I'm going to revise this prediction one last time. Yes. And the spoken word that she's going to hear is the tribe of spoken. I've got a poem for you. (laughs) There once was a girl named Semhar. (laughs) Who did not on Survivor go far? (laughs) (laughs) She thought she was a poet. And before she would know it, uh, the tribe had spoken uh, so far. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Good enough. Good enough. You get where I'm going with this. Yes. So, not looking good for Semhar. I wouldn't think so. Sorry, Semhar. Yes. Yeah. I also watched an interview with uh, Jeff Probst talking to Dalton Ross yes. on uh, EW.com. Uh-huh. And uh, it was right after they had done the first challenge. And Jeff was talking to Dalton Ross. And uh, Dalton Ross was like, so, Jeff, what's going on? And Jeff's like, uh, oh, I can't believe it. This girl, Semhar. We're, who thinks she thinks she is? She oh, thinks really? she's, this is going to be a hotel. You're on Survivor. Like, uh, he, he was, like, really uh, getting into that she was... Uh, a diva. A diva. Yes. So not arrow uh, looking down. Double down. Yes. I'm not doubling down on her. She has two she arrows. She has two arrows facing Pointing down. down. Like, how about Sophie? So this Sophie, I think, is one of the more interesting contestants on this season of Survivor. First off, uh, let's tell you a little bit about Sophie. She is from uh, Willsboro, New York, which I don't know where that is, but I'm going to guess it's upstate New York. I'm a New Yorker. She's, yeah. Don't say anything better upstate New York. (laughs) She was a, I don't know if this counts as a pageant patty, but she was one prom princess at a small rural high school. There wasn't much competition. (laughs) Yeah. There was only 10 girls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm doing the math. Um, So uh, does that count as pageant patty? Uh, Well, let's count it. Yes. She uh, is inspiration in life. Uh, she is skeptical of lionization of any one person she does admire. However, Albert Schweitzer, uh, he came from a well-off family yet chose something much less grand with his life than he could have. True humanitarian, true passion, true dedication. Mm-hmm. So she's not exactly a laugh riot. No. <laughs> Sophie. Yeah. And now here's something Why else. Why so serious? I don't know. But here's something else about Sophie. She uh, seems to have a, quite a healthy infatuation 
with one Stefan Fishback. Uh, watch out, Courtney. You what? have competition. Yes. <laughs> I hope Courtney's aware of this. Uh-huh. But uh, that she, um, not only when they ask her, uh, what Survivor contestant are you most like? She relates to Russell's determination to win at any cost and Steven's intelligence, Stephanie's competitiveness, and Susan's trueness. Now, it's talking about Susan Hawke? <laughs> Susan's trueness to character. Yeah. Uh, but then with Dalton Ross, she really was uh, like a, a love letter to Steven. Yes. And I believe there was BFFXOXO at the end. Yes. <laughs> so a bit of a, of a crush on... Uh, on uh, Mr. Fishback. Although she didn't know that, that Steven even came in second. Why? What did she say? She was like, oh, did he even make the final two? I thought she said that he deserved to win. I, I think you might may not be mm, right about that. I am right. All right. Fact checker. Yeah. Let, let's go. Uh, fat, fact, <laughs> fact check Sophie's bio on EW.com. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see. Yes. About Sophie. But now, Sophie, there's a commercial on CBS.com, or that they've been running on CBS, yes. that they call Sophie the double threat. Mm-hmm. They Who call her the smartest woman that's played the game. Yeah, and... well, look, slim pickings. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and also a physical threat. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't, I'm starting to buy the hype on Sophie. Yeah. I don't think they're making commercials about people who are the first one off. Yeah. I didn't... I, I didn't no, I don't think so. I didn't notice a Semhar commercial. Mm-mm. So, uh, that might be on another network. Might be on another <laughs> network. So, I don't know. Now, now I'm starting to buy in on Sophie. Now, I totally broke down the blue team as the men were all together, and Michaela with, is, swings over with the men, but now I'm wondering about Sophie in this mix. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a tribe switch. Could be a tribe switch. Yeah. Maybe this. Maybe this could be. Yeah. Um. Because I now I, I feel kind of like the arrow is pointing up on Sophie. Oh, the, the arrow is definitely up. And that's the only thing up. Oh, uh, Nicole, <laughs> she is a prom princess. Okay. No, I like Sophie. We like Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's the double threat. Yes. Watch out, Courtney. But why so serious? She's very serious. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye out for Sophie. Yeah. Arrow's looking up. Yeah, Courtney, you definitely need to keep an eye out for Sophie. Yeah, because uh, if it comes down to a fight... Yikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless it's like a uh, like a, a Yo Mama contest, then I think... Then oh, I, yeah. Ad, ad, way advantage, Courtney. Yeah, you got nothing on way Courtney. Advantage, but if, if it comes to... If it comes to uh, blows... Down, yeah. Yeah, if it comes to physical physical fight yeah. for Stefan's honor, <laughs> for his hand... Uh, I don't know. Not looking good for, for, uh, Courtney. Yeah. So we'll see. Yes. But love makes you do strange things. Yes. Maybe she, that maybe love gives Courtney like superhuman yes. strength. Like she could lift a car. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. And Sophie is the car. <laughs> maybe she's the car. Um, all right. So let's get into Stacy. Stacy, Stacy. Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. Mm. Stacy plays on the blue team. Yes. With coach. Uh, so what do we make of Stacy? Stacy, uh, I would also say, is the first to go. Well, she could be the, she could be the first to go on the blue team. Yes, uh, because Stacy does not seem like somebody who is going to be long for the Survivor also, game. Why so serious? Why so serious? She's also a mortician. Mm, well, I guess that's why she's serious. Yes, uh, and her biggest pet peeve: gum popping. Yeah. Um, so now what's very interesting, it seems like she did not seem to know anything about Survivor in her video interview. Right. But in her Survivor contestant, you are most like, 
she uh, uses, uh, she names Vesepia from season four. At day 38, when Vesepia and Nalia were talking, she said to Nalia, and Christ said while, while he was hanging on the cross, it's finished, it's almost done. I don't remember that particular moment, but for somebody who claimed that they did not watch any Survivor in their interview with Dalton Ross, she seems to be... Now, did somebody send her a YouTube clip of this? Yeah, she, I don't know. That's strange. Seems weird yeah. that to cite Vesepia. Uh, right. Nobody's ever cited Vesepia before as the person that they were the most like. And probably never will. Probably never will. Um, Again. Interesting. But uh, she seems a bit pissed in yeah. general. Yeah. Seems a bit uh, angry. And we well, don't know why. I think Albert called it in his interview that he never he never sees her smile and she looks like a not nice lady. Yeah. She doesn't well, she does work with dead people all the time. Yeah. Nothing so, to smile about. No, not a lot to smile about, but uh we don't know. We don't know how it how exactly it's going to go. But she does say, uh, why do you think you'll be the sole survivor? I'm not a quitter. And when it comes down to me and my family, that gives me the drive to keep going on. So that is one uh one thing we cannot compare to Nayanka, she's not going to quit. Right. So that's that's good. Yes. That, that, I we think don't like quitters. That's what... When we look for a survivor, we pick to win. That The fact that they won't quit the game, it's a, it's that's a a, always a plus. <laughs> but other than that, I don't see much else going on for Stacey. Yeah, sorry, Stacey. I hope you didn't pack too much. She seems strong. She doesn't seem like she'll be a liability in the challenges. But that's what will good. she do around camp? Uh, we don't know. Uh, so, and will she take Coach's antics? Don't think so. Yeah. Does not seem like a Coach fan. Yeah. <laughs> Does not seem like she will be getting 180 on DVD or Blu-ray anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, and then last but not least is our uh, celebrity, uh-huh. uh, Whitney, Whitney, the country, Whitney the country star, Duncan. Yes. Uh, who is also on the red team. Yes. And red Whitney team go. came in fifth on Nashville star. Who knew? Yes. So apparently a lot of people. She has a lot of fans. She has a lot of fans. Yes. Um, now how many fans do we think she has? She has a lot. Does she have a lot? She well, has several thousand. Several thousand fans? Yes. Well, that, I mean, that's not saying. I mean, on Twitter. A ton. Oh, on Twitter. You've looked her up on Twitter? Yes. How many Twitter followers does she have? Several thousand. Several thousand? Like I just said. Well, how many is several thousand? I think about ten. 10,000? Yeah. Let me take it. Let me, can we get a fact check on this? Yes, yeah, so we'll check it out right now. Whitney Duncan Twitter. Yes. So, uh, th- as we all know, Twitter is the official uh, gauge to. of how popular somebody is. And uh, 17,500. Several I, thousand. I, oh, no, that's more than several <laughs> thousand. I would say I have several thousand Twitter followers. Uh-huh. She has 17,000. So, oh, I have 1,700. Yeah. So you have several hundred. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, okay, so that's that's not nothing. No, it's not 17, nothing at 000. all. No, that's a lot. Yeah. Is she verified? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I don't know if she's verified. I don't think so. But uh, Twitter is looking kind of weird right now. So this could be, uh, we're, we're about to see the fail whale anytime yes. soon. Um, so outside of that, she is um, uh, a country music star. I know. Why is she on Survivor here? Do we know this? It's a good question. Yeah. Well, reason for being on Survivor, she says, it's the adventure of a lifetime, and I want to prove to everyone and myself that I can do whatever I set my mind to. Plus, I could use a million dollars. Yes. So she's a, she's a bit of a realist. Who is she more, most like? 
She is the most like Stephanie from Palau because she's smart and a badass. Is a lot she of badass? Stephanies. Is Stephanie a badass? I think Stephanie. I think she's kind of a whiner. Stephanie can be badassy. Uh huh. And whiny. And whiny at times. Yes. Survivor Steph. Stephanie just had her baby. Did she whine? She whined the whole time. No, you don't know that. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Stephanie. So, so, congratulations to Stephanie and congratulations and to, to, to uh, Mr. Stephanie uh-huh. Kendricks. Yes, they um, had a little baby girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, way to go. Yeah. So, um, she calls herself, uh, she's not a Barbie doll, but uh, she says, or maybe she's kick-ass Barbie. Yes, I didn't have that one she, growing up. But she didn't play with dolls and she's used to bugs. What are we thinking about Whitney. I like Whitney. Yeah, I feel gener- I, like I feel generally pretty good about her. Yes, and um, in Dalton Ross's interview with her, he did get kind of hornbally with her because apparently she has a um, a song called Skinny Dipping. Whoa. Yes. Well, she does in the commercials, they're like, well, I didn't expect to get in my underwear this fast. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... There you go. Yeah. Well, I don't have a bathing suit. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, so that's Whitney. Yeah. So I feel generally good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's thumbs up for Whitney. All right, Nicole. Now we're down to the moment of truth. Mm-hmm. Pick the winner. Let's pick uh, a winner. I'm having a hard time. I am also having a hard time. Usually I am drawn I am drawn to somebody. Now, famously, you did predict Fabio's win in Survivor Nicaragua. I did. But since then... You have not been uh, too hot with your predictions. Right, I have uh, not. Going, going back to your prediction uh, on uh, Survivor Redemption Island, which mm. was who? Who did I pick on Redemption? Mike Chisel, I think, was one of uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Mike Chisel. And, yeah, that was not, that was not as good. No. Um, so... Was, the, no, and you, you came closer. Uh, well, I did say, I said Andrea. Right. Which uh, was my pick, uh, but it turned out that was just my pick for who's going to be on the podcast next. Well, you were right. I was right. <laughs> okay, so that being said, Nicole, um, although I did say Boston Rob was going to go very far. I predicted Boston Rob would get in the but final three, but not. But your gameplay of Boston Rob was way off. I did not think it would be that obvious that he would win. Yes. And I was way, way off. Yeah. So the editors, the editors one-upped me. Yeah. All right, Nicole, who do you got? I'm going to go with a chick. I think a chick's going to win this okay. year. And I'm going to go for Michaela. Michaela, the lingerie football player? Yes, we have to stick together. <laughs> oh, Nicole. <laughs> You've outdone yourself this time. <laughs> now, I know what I said when you predicted Fabio would win. Yes. <laughs> There's really no chance that Michaela is going to win. Okay, well, we will see. I have a better record than you do, so you have no right talking to me the like that. The lingerie football player <laughs> from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> this That's is the your only pick. downside. Uh, I'm torn. I'm, I'm torn here. Um, I, I'm sort of in bed with the red team. Otherwise, I would give uh, Sophie... Dirty. Sophie, a good a good shot here. Uh-huh. Uh, although I don't know how much of a good social game she's going to have. Sophie? Sophie. Yeah, she seems a bit abrasive. Seems a bit abrasive. So now I'm down to looking at the red team. Yes. So let me let me cross off some names here. Let me go down my list of red of red team. Okay. Uh Ozzy? No. no I don't shot. think I don't think Ozzy's going to win. Uh Whitney, let's put let's put her in the mix. Semhar? No. Not a chance. Elise, no. Yeah. Dawn, no. Uh, Mark, I said pre-merge. So now I'm down to Whitney, Keith, Jim, and John. And I think I said no for no for Keith right. also. 
So you now, like Jim. Now I'm down to John, Jim, and Whitney. And I feel like Whitney's too Natalie Whitish. Well, she is a winner. There's yeah, a winner. By default. Yes. Uh, I prefer to be more Natalie Whitish and less Rob's sister Nina-ish. <laughs> if it came down to it. That's true. And so here at the end of the day, these are the people I'm looking at. I don't have a strong feeling. You have to pick one. I have to pick one. And so I'm going to pick the guy who wrote a paper at Harvard about oh. Survivor. I'm going to pick John Cochran. And I did not expect to go into this picking him. Uh-huh. Uh, but nobody else is jumping off the page at me. Right. Um, although at the end, I'm, I'll make him my prediction. Although in my heart of hearts, I see him more... Uh, coming in. Uh, well, maybe is there a final three? I could see him coming in like one spot short of the money, yeah. like where they say, "Oh, we can't take him because he'll win." Right. I could see him definitely getting the, getting Sesternode, Rafed, yeah, uh, fair played, yeah, like th- that. You know, being the guy who does not win the final immunity, who does not get but to go the best game, pro- that probably played the best game. That does not get to go to the finals. Yeah, but uh, but I'll make it my pick to win because I don't have anybody else that's jumping off the page yes. at me, and uh, I like I like him a lot. I like him like I had heard about him. I like him more than I thought I was going to oh, like him. Okay, that's because okay? he likes you. It's not because he li- likes <laughs> yes. me. Yes, you can be. Let's be honest. I have a I have a big respect for people who uh, are really uh, are really not just people who are casual fans, uh-huh. but people who really studied the game to a point. Where and and, and uh, you know it's their dream to be on it, right? Uh, I I think that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And if he can survive the uh, Billy Garcia syndrome, then I think he has a good chance to maybe win this thing. Okay, we will see what happens. We will see what happens. Yes. Okay, so uh, all right, so let's do a couple more questions. Wow, uh, we're uh, now we're in forty five. Right, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I am officially going to. I'll put this at the top of the podcast. The, uh, I'm going to separate the Corinne thing, put that up as a separate podcast. Okay. Okay? So let's do some questions. We'll wrap this one up, and then part two will be the part with Corinne. All right. So from the Rob has a podcast Facebook fan page, and I'm sure a lot of the stuff we will have already covered. Um, here we go. This is from Matthew Bilmis, who writes, um, oh, uh, how about a ding, marry, kill for Nicole? Coach? John Cochran and Kalia. Oh my god, this is terrible. Alright, Nicole, ding, marry, kill. Uh, kill Kalia. F coach, marry Cochran. Whoa! <laughs> uh, well, Cochran's like you! Yeah. John Paul Allen uh, writes, uh, talk about the country singer Whitney Duncan on the show. I actually knew who she was and was so shocked that she went on the show. Uh, as far as talent in country music is concerned... Whitney Duncan greater than Chase oh. Rice. All right, well, we've talked about Whitney Duncan uh, a bit here, but yes. do you think that Whitney Duncan's reason for going on the show was seeing uh, Chase Rice uh, being uh, his spot blown up at the uh, Survivor Nicaragua finale where he's getting to play on uh, national television? And I would imagine that uh, he sold some iTunes downloads out of that. Oh, that that's a could, very good point. Could Whitney Duncan and Chase Rice have the same agent? Hmm. I think by Whitney going on the show, it definitely increases her popularity. Raises her profile. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. So strategic. Yeah. So that's uh that's very interesting. Um, let's see. How about um, 
Evan Mack says, uh, do you think Survivor has jumped the shark? It seems at the very least that the producers are getting desperate since this is the third time they're bringing back two former players and Guatemala and Redemption Island were mediocre at best. It's like they don't even believe in their own show anymore. Do we think that Survivor has jumped the shark? I don't think it's jumped the shark because it's gone back to true fans. Interesting answer. Um, I would say that you can argue that Survivor has or has not jumped the shark. I do not think that Survivor has jumped the shark because of this. Right. I don't think that we'll look back uh, when Survivor is all said and done as when did Survivor jump the shark? Oh, when they brought Coach and Ozzy back. (laughs) I don't think that we'll look at this as the moment that Survivor jumped the shark. That being said, uh, I'm not going to say definitively that Survivor has not jumped the shark, but I don't think Survivor has jumped the shark in a way that you could say, um, like, it's just, it's not the pop culture end-all, be-all that it once was. Oh, it's it's certainly not, but I don't think it's completely jumped the shark. It might be, like, jumping over the shark, but I don't think it's completely. Yeah, and I would say, like, after, I think that the first All-Stars was the cutoff for that. Yeah. Like, being, like, the... Bit, like the uh, phenomenon, and then has started to gradually ju- it's decline. Just a, another show on television, yeah. a, hit, a hit show, right? But it's so not a lot of viewers, yeah. And I don't think it's ever jumped the shark where you will say, like, the definition of jumping the shark is when some you know something is not as good as it used to be, and you can pinpoint the exact moment. Right. I don't think you can with Survivor, but I'm, I'm I'd be eager to hear what you guys think if there is a jump the shark moment of survivor yeah um i heard it's when rob sister new york got voted out on all stars that's what i heard that's what i heard that's the word people on the like oh that's it not watching this jump the shark this is a load of crap <laughs> jump the shark uh although i do think a lot of times individual seasons jump the shark and that's much easier oh definitely to definitely okay um so let's oh, see show. how about um <laughs> kaz kazdrowski uh our, our good friend says, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how stupid is it for them to have Russell's nephew on the show? I'm tempted to say it's an 11, and I'm a Russell fan. Ooh, and he's a Russell fan. That's yeah. bad. So, Nicole, what, what do you think? On a scale of 1 to 10, or not even to get into that, do you, was it stupid to put Russell's nephew on the show? Are you anti-Russell's I'm nephew sure on the show? I'm sure Brandon is a really nice guy, but I'm kind of tired of Russell Hans. Yes, but this is not Russell Hans. I know, I'm t- but it is. It's an it's it's a spawn. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, well, technically, it's uh, his brother or sister's spawn. <laughs> it comes from the same the same line. Yeah. Um, so you think it's you don't like it? I don't like it. Here's what I what I have to say about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting, and I'm not going to rule judgment of it. And I think it makes the show uh, a little more interesting than just having anybody else on the show. Is this a jump the shark moment? No, we just, Nicole, that's the, we just... No, but it, but it is, but I, like, it can be. It could, I mean, I because guess... Because now we're bringing, well, you weren't allowed to go on the show if you were a family member prior to this. I mean, we've had Jimmy Johnson on the show. We've had... He was good television. Yeah, we brought Boston Rob back four times. Yes. I don't think that bringing Russell's nephew is something, like, We've survived all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's something interesting to try. How is it interesting? Because if he's anything like Russell, 
who was nothing but good television, uh-huh. all of his appearances on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, and you could argue that last season got much more boring without Russell. Uh, if he's just even a bit of a wild card uh-huh. and makes the show more interesting, how is that a bad thing? Okay, so should we save a spot for Boston Rob's daughters? I mean, if hypothetically, um, if Boz, if Boston Rob has like again, his, and his daughters are are two. Okay, so, but you don't know when Survivor's going to end. Okay, so if if they were. Um, if they were like uh, seemed like they would be good material to be on the show seventeen years from now, and they were like, "Hey, our dad was on Survivor, and he was crazy." And, uh, wait, and their wait, mom. Wait till they see us. Like, uh, I don't <laughs> I hope know. They don't talk like that. I think that would be interesting. Uh huh. I'm not against it. I don't know. I don't like the idea. If, um, but I'm sure Brandon Hans is a great guy. If Brandon Hans turns out to be boring, or seems like he's just trying to do. Uh, a Russell impression. Yeah. Um, then we're going to have a problem. Yeah. It could go either way. Like in the WWE, uh, uh, the, you know, at one point uh, when uh, Diesel and Razor Ramon left, oh, yeah, they I tried to. That. Stop! You always do this where I'm talking about, I'm like making a reference. And you make it like uh, nobody knows what I'm talking I'm about. I'm making like I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yes, about. You uh, WWE has a lot of fans. <laughs> they, Relax yes. yourself. Slow your roll. And they brought in a fake Diesel uh-huh. and a fake Razor Ramon, and it was and people hated it. Uh-huh. So if you're just bringing in Russell's nephew to be a fake Russell, uh-huh. people are. But if Russell's nephew brings something to the table, uh-huh. um, that's interesting. I don't have a problem with this. Okay. It's if Russell's nephew is just some cheesy a, a carbon copy of Russell. Like, I'm the greatest nephew of all time. And I'm going to say that if he does say that, I'm throwing something at the television. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you don't know who I am. Yes, we do. Yeah. I'm America's favorite. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Yes. We don't want a Russell impression. No. Yeah. Definitely not. We want, we want something good. Yes. So uh, this this could this could be good. Uh, I'm not gonna say no. Oh, what, oh, what if we get Philip's kids? Uh, <laughs> maybe Philip's kids are interesting. Uh, if anybody who's interesting, let's put them on the show. Yeah. Um, so I think we should get Philip's kids. <laughs> Joe Hydrick says, uh, "Is now the time to rule out the possibility of the Rob that sucks might be on Survivor South Pacific? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so." Let's see. Uh, Liam Neal says, uh, out of Ozzy and Coach, who will be the first voted out? Uh, I've said Ozzy. Mm-hmm. And you, you agree? I think so. Yeah. Um, so Jake Two Sheds Elliot says, uh, what do you think of the twist of the hidden immunity idol clues being hidden along with the idol this season? How will this affect the game? Wait, what's going on? The hidden immunity idol clues will be hidden along with the idol. So it's not just you get a clue and you have to go find the idol. You have to go find the clues. But haven't we done this before? Wasn't this how it was and then we just were hiding idols? I don't know. You don't know if that's how it was? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that is how it was. Okay. As recently as Survivor Nicaragua, we were hiding. Uh, or uh, I'm not sure if they went to go look for clues. but They, they, had, they hid the they, clues? Yeah, they used to go out to find one clue, and then you go find a second clue, and then you go find a third clue. But they were given one clue to find the first clue. Yes. Okay, but they weren't just all hidden. Like, all right, go, everybody we, go look. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Um, are there any other ones that we haven't already <laughs> addressed? Uh, Matt Kern wants to know, is Brandon Hans the greatest nephew of all time? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, John Wilson says, if they're casting relatives to be on future seasons, is there anyone in your family that you think would be good on Survivor? Is there any chance Nicole might apply for future seasons? Not a chance. No chance of Nicole going on Survivor. <laughs> Um, I actually think that my brother would be uh, would would uh, be particularly good at. He'd be Survivor. good at the challenges. He would be good at the challenges. I don't know how good he would be at strategy, though. I, that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. He's the nice sister, you know. Well, but I also think he has he also has a little bit more of a temper than than I do. He is. I think he is Ozzy. He's Ozzy. He's no, like he's Ozzy. Not Ozzy. Yes, he is. He's great at the challenges. Yeah. But. The second that you don't do what he wants, he gets mad. <laughs> he's a little temperamental. <laughs> yes. Uh, but he is not the Survivor fan that I that no, I am. I think no. he watched the seasons that I was on. Right. And that's that's about it. Mm-hmm. So in that way, he is a lot like Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, better haircut. Yes. Okay. Um, no. Yes. Uh, Tim Lamaster says, uh, do you enjoy the commercial of Whitney in her underwear as much as I do? Uh, th- doesn't seem like we enjoy it as much as you do. <laughs> Apparently not. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt Pike says which piece of pregame information is the most exciting Whitney gets in her underwear episode 1 Cochran likes you or Edna brings numb nuts as a preferential luxury item uh, that is her numbing cream yes yeah what do you think Nicole I do like numb nuts uh, okay uh, Brian Altschul wants to know who will be the purple Kelly of the season now in what way is somebody going to be the Purple Kelly? Is it that they are the girl that doesn't talk or the girl who quits? I think Survivor has gone out of their way to not have a Purple, purple Kelly per yeah. season. If you had to pick a Purple Kelly for this season, Nicole, who do you have? Um, who do you got? You got a particular Purple Kelly? I don't. Um, if I was going to pick a Purple Kelly, uh, I don't know. I think I might say... Uh, how about Whitney. No, she's too bubbly. She's too bubbly? She's not quitting either. Okay, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, uh, Evan Clemente wants to know, who would win in a fire challenge, Rob C. or Parvati? In a fire challenge? <laughs> Probably Parvati, yeah, I don't probably. know. Probably. <laughs> Does Parvati know how to make fire? Probably. Yeah, interesting. Um, in a video uh, with Dalton Ross, Coach says he won't do Dragon Slayer Chi or tell stories right off the bat. Firstly, do you reckon he'll even be able to stick to that for one episode? Secondly, in light of Philip Shepard, uh, wouldn't seeming a little crazy help him out uh, as being a threat not to win? So Matt has a good question. We talked about the fir- the second part. Right. Uh, do you think that Coach will be able to go without t- uh, doing Coach Chi? I reckon he won't. I reckon he will not. <laughs> so, uh, no, I think there's no chance of that. Yes. Uh, it sounds he- like someone's smoking. Oh, yeah, we we do have a window open. Yeah. So it gets a little gets a little hot in the, uh, in the late, studio. late summer. Uh, and then uh, Keaton Bauer, one last question. Uh, uh, so Brandon has said originally that Russell was to be his family visit, but after giving it some thought, he realized that would be a rather unwise decision and changed yeah. the designated relative. Oh, how great would that be? No. No, that, that should have been the thing for Brandon Hans, that it has to be yes. Russell. That's the deal breaker. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been the best. <laughs> I'm here, nephew. You think Russell would cry? I think he would. Yes. I think he definitely would. I think he would be crying for Jeff Probst, though. Yeah. So, uh, Nicole, that is a Survivor Preview Podcast. That definitely is. Two hours in the books. My goodness. Uh, Did we cover everything? I think we covered everything and more. Are you you okay? I'm good. I I took a long nap. You took a long nap, so you're good. 
Uh, I'm good. Hopefully you guys are good. So uh, check in with part two of this podcast uh, and check out what I had to say in my conversation with Corinne yes. about uh, what was going on with her thoughts of the her first impressions of the Survivor South Pacific cast. Yes. And then uh, we'll be doing a few more podcasts before we get back to Survivor. But uh, if you only are checking in with the Survivor podcasts, our first real Survivor podcast of the season Going to be up on Thursday, September 15th Wowzer. with Andrea from Survivor South. Uh, what was the last one? Redemption Island. Redemption Island. Redemption Correct. Island. Okay. Yes. yes. And I have to give a shout out to a listener, Nicholas Alaka. Thank you for listening. Big Survivor fan. Okay. From our hometown. Merrick? <laughs> close, close enough. Yeah. Did anybody say anything bad about New Yorkers? Mm, better not. Yeah. And then uh, if this is the first podcast of the season that you're back into. Welcome back. Welcome back. And uh, definitely check us out on the Rob Has a Podcast Facebook fan page. Follow us on Twitter, on the Twitter. Yeah. At Rob Sesternino, at Nicole Loves Shoes. Mm -hmm. You can uh, just do it in the upper right-hand corner of the website. And uh, give us a Google Plus One while you're at it. Yes. I still don't know what it means. (laughs) You don't need to. (laughs) All right. Until uh, next time, everybody, take care. 